following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Hello, this is Renee Christine Jones, uh, co-writer of Once Upon a Time in Vegas, as well as the director. Uh, welcome to the uh, commentary for episode 33. It's called Cold Feet. Um, and uh, I directed this, as well as the assistant director, Anna Rodriguez, uh, helped me out as well quite a bit, quite quite a lot of bit, uh, because I had computer problems and internet problems and just problems of problems of problems of problems. Uh, the person you'll hear in the background uh, is uh, Christy Plotkin. Say hello, hello, Christy. Hello. She might interject from time to time. She's not really supposed to be part of the commentary, but um, she just happens to be in the room with me. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, this is, uh, something in, uh, that's done in, a airport, uh, as you recall. Todd, played by Tom Stitzer, uh, ran into Jesse Moore, who plays Princess. Uh, the porter, just right now, was played by Mark Zaracor. So, welcome to the cast again, Mark Zaracor. I believe you've been in this cast before. Um, and this one was done by me. Yay for being done by me. Thank you, Christy. Um, so, yeah. This is Princess generally being, well, the princess she is and uh, kind of taking off. If you haven't noticed that this is the Frog Prince then I don't know what to tell you. So, um, anyway, it, it comes back to New York here. Um, and, uh, this one was done by Anna Rodriguez. I think a very, very good, uh, thing. Um, this episode, you're going to find remarkably shy of music. Uh, we wanted, this is a very emotional episode and we wanted the emotion to be conveyed through the acting, rather than the, um, rather th than through the music and such. So there is music. Trust me, there is music, but there isn't as much music as you might normally hear. Uh, we wanted the acting to stand out this time, rather than you know just strains of chords. Not that Kevin McLeod's music isn't great. I am digging myself a hole, climbing into it taking off my socks and shoving both feet into my mouth at this moment. So, um, yeah. Good on the new crows. Okay, I'm shoving somebody else's feet into my mouth. Somebody's feet that aren't injured and, and preferably clean feet. So, um, anyway, uh, welcome, uh, back to the show again. Uh, Kristen Bays is Maya. We also have myself, Renee Christine Jones is Tessa. Uh, uh, Terry is played by Susan Bridges, Chloe is played by Alicia Lane Matheson, and, no, I really don't think that there's anybody else in this scene, uh, except, you know, oh, there's the music, I found the music, yay, uh, apparently this, saw this, uh, a lot of this problems that uh, Maya is talking about actually happened at Alicia's mom's wedding. So, you know, that's, uh, that's fun. 
that sounds like the worst wedding ever, but then again, best day of my life, Maya says, so it's wonderful. I like her. <laughs> I like that. Let me start this by saying that Carlos did not have the brightest of friends. <laughs> I, I like that particular part because it, do, it does uh, show that there's a truck outside, as you can probably hear. Um, but it shows that May and Carlos and probably the rest of the pack members, they all had lives that they left to be part of this pack. And yeah. I, I think I can, I, I think right now I can kind of empathize with her because I did leave a lot of people to come out here to New York and do things, which is interesting. Life imitates art. Anyway, um, I was saying something important. Was I? No, I wasn't. No, I've talked about too much. The moment is gone. I was talking about the episode. I don't remember what I was saying. Music, right. Yeah, there's the music. I don't know what it's called, but it's by Kevin MacLeod. Apparently it sounds like something from Zelda. I don't know. But she is like... She is like 12 feet away, and we don't know, so... Uh, oh, Speaking of Alicia Lane Matheson, uh, she's not here. She's in Washington State, and I'm in New York. Oh, welcome, Dark Wolf, to the cast as uh, Duke, uh, Tessa's older brother. And welcome, Andrea Fontenot, as Tessa's uh, sister-in-law, Gwen. Um, little something to note about Dark Wolf. He is, how old is he? He's 23 years old. So if you listen to this episode, he actually sounds older than Tessa. I play Tessa and I'm 35. So I'm really sorry, uh, British people. English accent is terrible. Um, and I, I recorded this before I spent any time with David Alt in New York City. So I can say this with the utmost certainty that David Alt will say, I'm David Alt and I do not approve of this accent. Renee, no, you can't do that anymore. Stop it. Stop doing that. Stop doing it right now. If you listen to the commentary, but from what I understand, he doesn't. So I can talk in that accent all I want to. And I have to. Anyway, this is Dark Wolf as Duke and Andrew Fontenot as Gwen. Welcome to the cast, guys. You guys are awesome. In these roles, um, I, I I really like uh, Andrea being the sweet sweet Southern Belle, and I really enjoy Dark Wolf being the growly jerk, which is awesome. So, yeah, yay cake. Do you, did, did any of you out there have, like, brothers and sisters that, you know, they may not be the ones that you would party with, but they're definitely the ones that are most like you, and you argue with them, and that's how you communicate, really? Uh, used to be my brother Mario and I, but then we became people that uh, uh, talked to each other all the time, and then we grew apart, and now we're getting back into that. Why am I telling you all of this? It could be that it's 2 o'clock in the morning. 
uh, here anyway, which uh, back home makes it 11. So anyway, um, this is David Alt as Jeff. Welcome, David. No, God. <laughs> I was about to welcome him to the cast of Vegas. He was heard first before I was in this show. Oh, geez. There we are. Cold Feet. See, it's the episode's title. Um, I'm sorry, David. Welcome to the cast, though. You've been here. So, uh... But you, you don't listen to the, the commentary, so how are you going to know that I screwed this up? I don't know. Uh, this is a very uh, tense part. It's supposed to be very tense. And you're not sure why, and then there's this eerie laughter from this otherworldly place. And Jeff gets mad right about now. Yep. How is wrong with me? See if you, as you could hurt here. And then you can hear Tessa running outside soon yet right now and then she stops and cries um I was actually crying uh anytime you hear Tessa crying in this episode I was actually bawling I was actually uh fetal position crying during this episode so uh yeah I, I directed those last two scenes. Yay. Um, I, I'll just tell you what I directed. And uh, the rest was done by Ana Rodriguez. Um, yeah. Or, well, let's just say that Anna did, like, a lot of it. And I did some. Because I have a job that's demanding really demanding. It's going to be less demanding real soon, I hope. Um, it should have gotten less demanding this week, but it didn't. But, you know, I could vent everything and not a one of you would know what the hell I was talking about, which is awesome. Oh, um, Abby, Robert, uh, Marley Norton, Jeremiah McCoy. Wonderful people. Wonderful, wonderful people, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, and there's Kristen Bays again. And, um, so Tessa's in is going to walk in here and there there she is. See, she already walked in. Walked in about a minute ago. So there you go. See? My timing is impeccable. Um, this is rather more scattered. When when Alicia does the commentaries alone, she usually has a very patterned way. I'm obviously more uh scatterbrained than her. And eventually these commentaries will be done by both of us again. Um, I don't know. See, I'm not crying. Damn it. I'm not crying. I was, I was bawling. Tears were like pouring down my face. Um, I hope you all like my method acting. I hope you like that. The fact that I had put myself through emotional pain just for you. Um, I, that's all I can say right now at this moment being that it's two ten in the morning and uh there we are oh there's alicia offering tessa meat you would know this uh if you listen to the episode before you listen to the commentary like you're supposed to oh that's right this is where i uh, oblige all the actors by stroking their egos you are absolutely fantastic wonderful people and i love you all and i want your babies
I said I'd be dead <gasps> in a minute. Oh, there's Jeff sounding douchey. Oh, oh dear. Hi, Dark Wolf. Hi, David. Oh, dear. This is a very fun scene. Um, the groom is downstairs to me Christy is a very good friends with Dark Wolf, and Dark Wolf absolutely adores uh, Vegas, which is great. I got him addicted to it. Woo! Yay. Vegas is a gateway drug to harder shows. Uh, thank you for laughing at that. Um, oh my god! We couldn't figure out what to say. Um, we couldn't figure out what to say. Uh, we didn't want to call him a shithead again because he's already called the shit. We didn't want to call him a cock monkey or, you know, a buttwad or anything like that. You know, it's just so we came up with cockwad, which is gross in and of itself. Ooh, that's a good line. <laughs> and then they growl. And Jeff backs down. I don't know. I'd like to hear what you guys think of, uh, of, of Duke. He's a new character. We're thinking about using him a lot more. And we're wondering what you might think. I happen to like him, but I want to know what the audience thinks. So let me know. Um, the, actually, uh, if you take the first letters of uh, Once Upon a Time in Vegas, it's oative. Um, and uh, put those... Put, oh, God, what is it? Once Upon... O-U-A... TIV at yahoo.com and just let us know what you thought of this episode if you don't want to post it on the Yahoo, on the, uh, Yahoo board for pendant you know I know that there are some people that do that I, I'm not saying you know call up and stroke our egos we just really want to know because we've only got one season left and it's going to go fast you're an asshole <laughs> I love it <laughs> um, you know, things like that, or, you know, you can even say, uh, Renee, no more solo commentaries for you, that was weird. Tough shit. I really like Duke. What do you think, Christy? Christy likes Duke, too. We like you, Duke. Uh, we like Dark Wolf, too, so... Yeah. Again, he's 23 years old. He doesn't sound it. Does he? Oh! Richard Casto and MC Garcia as Jeff's parents, Everett and Fiona. And it, it was it was very fun to cast these two. Um, I do realize that uh, of the three princes, uh, prince, quote-unquote princes in the story, um, well, uh, M plays uh, two-thirds of their mothers. Isn't that fun? Uh, she also plays Maria, who is Jeff's ex-lover, which, if you think about it really hard, um, will make you very, very upset. Because it's a little wrong. 
now, M said she had the worst Irish accent. I don't think she does. It isn't. It isn't reminiscent of Lucky from Lucky Charms at all. I'm very happy about that. And Richard Casto actually sounds a lot like David Alt's father. Not that I've ever met David Alt's father, but I'm thinking that Richard Casto sounds a lot like what David Alt's father would be like if he was American and was Richard Casto. That didn't make any sense at all, and I'm hoping someone will eventually stop me. See, this is why Alicia is usually in these commentaries. It's to stop me from going off like this. Over and over and over. Christy does absolutely no good. You are absolutely... I'm not, I'm not supposed you to be here. You suck I'm at this. You suck at this, Plotkin. Um, I got a problem with you, Plotkin. Um, so, yeah, um, so, yes, they, they, uh, the scene was done well. Uh, again, no music. We wanted to, uh, put this, we, I, had this idea of putting it very, you know, the, the emotion has to carry through. And as I'm thinking about it right now, right at this moment, I I know the piece of music that I would have put there if I wanted to put music there, which I'm making a directorial choice and saying, no, I didn't want music there. Right. Uh, but there is a lot of music in this scene, which was done by Anna Rodriguez, again. So, you know. Um, actually, we kind of shared this scene. Um... I had done it before, and my computer ate it. I don't know where it went. Uh, my version of this scene was uh, absolutely 100% gone. Can't find it. It's probably floating around in the ether in my computer somewhere. Um, but what I had done was I had taken the... the uh, I took the takes, and I recut them, and I had cleaned them, and I sent them off to Anna, and she reclean them because apparently I sucked at cleaning them and uh, and then she uh, took what I put together and she put the music and the sound effects and apparently recleaned them and she did she did a lot of the, the footwork and the creative work but I want you to know that I did direct this scene just not this particular version of the scene. Though I did pick out the takes. I think. Yeah. So. Oh, if you notice, Casper dropped the accent. He dropped the pretentiousness, and he... It's Casper. I keep calling him Casper because that's how we originally invented him, and now he's hes John. John Wright. So... Ha! Ah! Sorry. Uh, Abby, uh, Abby growled and snapped at him, which I think is really cool. Um, she's less uh, lupine at that moment than really, really upset Mama Dog, which I'm very happy about because... Well, in that moment, she'd snap at people, I think. 
which is probably the way we wrote it. So, you know, that said. Yes, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So. Yay, done. Okay, so this is M and uh, me. Uh, so just just the you know they're in the uh, they're in the kitchen and they're they're eating cake because there's tons of cake to be eaten and uh, oh this is the scene that had me like on the floor in tears uh, you can ask Alicia because I recorded my lines over there at her house uh, when I was in California there uh, recording these lines and she said it was heartbreaking to watch me go through it. Um, so, yeah, it's a very emotional scene. It's a very emotional scene to have gone through. But it's also a very emotional scene to listen to. And I hope that it touches you. Um, stop it. Not inappropriately. As Christy just said, you bitch. <laughs> No, no. Though with my mood today, yeah, I could have meant that, but I didn't mean that. I, I, I was trying to think of something witty, and this is what I sound like when I cry because I actually was crying. Um. So thank you, David Alt, for at least give, for giving a touching response to it very soon. <clears throat> I know it's only two words, but. And here are the two words. See? It, it had to come out because, you know, he... That, that's the catchphrase. He's going to have that engraved on his head. Wait. No, it was supposed to be his tombstone or headstone. And I said he was going to have it engraved on his head. Sorry, David, though you don't listen to the commentary, so you don't know what I just said. So, watch this be the one commentary that he listens to. The one. <clears throat> I'm not bashing him. I didn't threaten his life. I'm not going to engrave Hello Beautiful on his forehead. Honest. Oh, good night, David. I never saw the movie, so. Oh, and then there's, there's, there's how I found out that M can sing. Is that she sang Danny Boy at the end. Um... It was also my turn to read the credits, uh, and I tried to clean up the noise in the background that was made by the trucks. Um, I don't know what was going on, but we live in Rome, and we live on a rather major street, and all of a sudden it was like the circus came through and all the clown cars decided to go through while I was trying to record the credits as they're doing right now at 2.22 in the morning. I really hope I didn't mess anybody's name up. Yay! So I think I got that. I'm hoping I didn't mess up any of the credits, and, uh, yeah. 
So, this is the commentary. I know it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't measure up to anything that we've done before. Or even, uh, Alicia's solo ventures. Um, why didn't I cut this song down? Because it's pretty and I thought perhaps you might like it. There we go. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. I'm going to get some sleep.